The year is 2225, and the end of the universe is nigh. Welcome to the Junket Podcast. The Junket Podcast is an actual play and really gay TTRPG adventure currently running the Maelstrom campaign, a science fiction take on Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition featuring spaceships, space aliens, and a whole bunch of space gays. Follow a found family of misfits and miscreants on a cosmic caper that features science and magic, love, loss, and a whole lot of laughter. Who knows, maybe they'll even save the universe or something along the way. Did that tickle your fancy? If it did, new episodes launch every other Thursday at 5pm GMT on all major and minor podcasting platforms. See you soon in the Maelstrom Galaxy. Hey, it's Dennis, editor and GM of Control Group. Let's give it up for our ads. And let's throw in one of our own. And I know what you must be thinking. Dennis, I'm already listening to the episode. Aren't I doing enough? And truly you are. But if you wanted to go the extra step, why not follow us on Twitter? At CTRL Group Pod. There we post a lot of information, character portraits, and little promos to the episode so you can get a cute little sneak peek to get you excited before you listen. You can also go ahead and jump onto the Be Gay Roll Dice Discord server. There we have our own little special place where you can come and talk to us about episodes and episode ideas and systems. Do you have a system you want us to test? Go over to our Patreon. We have a special $5 dev tier where... Once you pledge to that, we'll go ahead, take a look at your system, give you a nice little preview, and then somewhere down the line, we're going to go ahead and give your system a try. And if you don't have a system to test, you can also join our Patreon for as low as a dollar. There, you can go ahead and get access to special tests that we put behind a paywall, because they're probably too stupid to go on the main feed. Also, it's tried and true, but smash that like and subscribe button below. If you're on Apple Podcasts, give us a review. If you're on Spotify, give us five stars or however many you think is appropriate. Anyway, if you have the spoons to do this, go ahead. We really appreciate the support. We want to thank you nevertheless just for listening to our podcast. Enjoy the episode. Earth, 1730. It is a land that is much like our own, but oh so different. Instead of continental drifts separating Pangaea, the supercontinent, and a meteor taking out the dinosaurs, on this version of Earth, both events happened because of one another. A meteorite with magical properties struck the Earth, wiping out the dominant dinosaurs and rearranging the way we saw the world. Instead of slowly drifting outward, 70% of the known world instead formed a concentric circle of life around the All-Sea. The other 30%? The New World, as it's known, is separated by what is called the Great Divide, a large swath of impossible ocean. The grand civilizations of Earth over time became empires, and you know how empires go. If they can't conquer their neighbors, they start looking for what is new. They turn their eyes away from the All-Sea and towards the New World. A prophecy foretold of a princess that would be born with the ability to help cross the Great Divide. This limited this person to be born of only three monarchies that remained. Eucadia, France, and Espana. These three countries went to war with each other, employing the only ladies that could effortlessly traverse the All-Sea. Pirates. of the All-Sea. As your boat crashes into the rocks, there are bits and pieces of your mother and father fighting to stay afloat as the torrential water begins pulling them down. And eventually you are pulled as well until underwater you see those familiar neon lights come closer and closer to your view 
in the murky water until you make out these beastly figures, but not so beastly as they took pity on a young Athena, and they blessed you, allowed you to become like them, turn you into a siren. As your father turns back to you, he simply nods solemnly in the Scandinavian way and goes, take care of the clan. And he does a little running jump. He jumps off the tip of the longboat, axe first into Moby Dick, and as they tussle eventually, Moby Dick resurfaces underneath the water. And Freya, unfortunately, that's the last time you've seen Balder. Why don't we just leave? Why don't you and I just go? I I love you, and you're what matters, and we should just do that. We should leave it all behind. What else could matter? Sean, I love you too, but I am Zulu, and duty will always come before what I want. But what if, what if you made your duty what you want? Why is your duty fixed? It is how our people go. We are protectors. I am here to protect someone, and I cannot allow myself. I could not protect both of you with all of myself. See on her face regret for her actions. She can see how she's gone too far, and she even extends her hand to yours to attempt to make amends. I reach back. Just before your fingers can touch, Hera's ivy takes on a pretty rough wave, forcing the bow of the boat high into the air before dropping due to your errant position along the plank. Both you and Sal go overboard, and you fall. A very familiar feeling of falling, feeling the cold wind off the ocean until you sink to the all-sea, further and further, until the water's not crystalline blue anymore, but a deep, inky blackness, and you drown. Oh, you hear a lot of stories about the sailors and their sport, about how every sailor has a girl in every port, but if you add it two and two, you figure out right quick, it's just because the girls all have a lad on every ship. And it's twiddly idy twiddly idy It's oftentimes a man will leave you broken with dismay. And it's twiddly idy twiddly idy There's other things to twiddle when the man has sailed away. Yar variables here, there be podcasts. Welcome to Pirates of the All Sea, our playtest of Thirsty Sword Lesbians by April Kit Walsh and Evil Hat Productions. I am your narrator, Dennis Foray, and with me, I have some players, and they're lesbians. Hey, I'm Marcus, and I'm playing Jessica the Beast. Hello, I'm Kate Cloud, and I'm Freya Kierkengard. Hey, I'm V, and I'm playing Cecily the Cold Drake. I'm Kate Leary, and I'm playing Sean of House Lumley. You all awaken out of the days-like state when you were crowding around Cecily. As she felt fell into the inky, inky blackness, you are watching a very comforting hug and embrace between Cecily and Captain Sal. Up above decks, you hear the muffled boots and riggers going to town, getting ready for a battle. As Sal breaks away from their embrace and kiss, with Cecily. Uh, she looks at the rest of you. Okay, ladies, it's it's time. We have to deal with this one way or another. And she begins leaving out of Cecily's quarters, having you follow behind her in a very, like, West Wing walk and talk down the hallway shot as you guys have to now come up with a plan for what to do in this embrace. You can also hear thunder rolling in over the coastline, uh, above decks, it, it sounds like rain is beginning to pitter-patter on your wood ship. So, I could see this going one of two major ways. If you have any other options, I am more than welcome to accept them. One of our first options is heading directly into the Ukrainian army, maybe using some standing that House Lumley may have, maybe brokering a feint where we pretend to give Eve back and then not 
our second option is heading into Moreland ships and praying that she is in one of her more reasonable moods. Oof. Talk about a rock in a hard place. That's not my voice. <laughs> you didn't want to attempt to take it again in her voice? No! <laughs> <laughs> Fully cut line. Just someone else go. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull out a pickled herring out of nowhere, and I'm gonna be like, talk about being caught between a rock and a hard place. <laughs> Everyone busts out laughing. They don't. They feel like a joke was lost somewhere in time, and that you have somehow brought it out of the ether. <laughs> I know what we have to do. We have to free Valencia. We need to bring her up here. Let's talk to her. I'm sorry. Them. Let's talk to them. We can't. Uh, if you all want to head down to the brig, that's that's fine. I have a ship to captain, so I have to go up now. And, uh, well, um, we could... I don't know how much standing I'll have with uh, the Eucadian Navy. I uh, don't have the greatest relationship with them. And... But I'm seeing that you probably don't have the greatest relationship with the other pirates pursuing us. So is there a third option where we just don't go towards any of them? I know what we have to do. Do they know what the third princess looks like? Oh. Because if they don't, then I'll pretend to be one. And then we have three princesses, and we can use the princesses as bait. Sure, except the third princess is dead, and... The Eucadian... But they don't know that. The Eucadian Navy certainly does, since it was the Eucadian princess who was killed. So, Morlin might not. Uh, uh, question mark? Morlin, Morlin would Morlin not. would know. Imprison Valencia. For murdering. Oh, uh, <laughs> right. Baby. For murdering. For murdering. <laughs> no, yeah. everybody, so everybody knows, knows now that I really Susie. think about the things that we know. So that I say, I'm the princess of... Of the sea world. And then I... And then I found... Look at this! And then I raised my hand, and it's blue. Isn't this weird? <laughs> this is crazy, truly, right? Truly, truly wild. I'm the princess of sea creatures, and I tell them I'm the key to the prophecy. I honestly don't think that's the worst distraction <laughs> that we could have, but it is not my first choice. Even if I get past chapter... It, I don't hate it as an idea, but I think... Currently, we need to just make a decision of whether we're going towards Morlin or Eucadia. Okay, well, Eucadia has a full armada, correct? More than two ships. And Morlin has two, and we are slightly ahead of them. So maybe we could curve around, because they if, we cur- if they're going and we're here, this is not going <coughs> to make sense to any listeners. If we take a Yui... They will not have the amount of time to meet us at the UE uh, because of how turning radiuses work, uh, that we would be able to outrun them faster than the Eucadian army. I, that seems very sound. Yeah, the classic maritime strategy. A UE. A UE. Listen, I am the navigator, apparently, <laughs> even though I've done it once. I think I think you're supposed to call. Yeah. Come about. Well, yeah, great job, Jessica. Flip a bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this is a technical term. Flip a bitch. I'm gonna have a Cecily roll plus wit for me. <laughs> okay. oh. oh, that's not bad. Nine. With a nine, you do think your plan is feasible. However, you do know the specs of the last two hair of vessels that were built for speed. You don't think it's an impossible plan. But it's, it's going to be rough. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were built for speed, but maybe not turning. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they might skid <laughs> yeah. out, I suppose. They might, while they're trying to turn, they, spin too they fast. They might uh, Tokyo drift into <laughs> <laughs> the island. <laughs> Another nautical term, I believe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We face danger either way. I like the odds of two danger versus 20. I agree. Or however many ships they have. 
Uh, did Sal leave the... Sal's big Oh, great. Uh, uh, we should great. go tell her when uh, it Let's go uh, talk to <laughs> Sal, then. <laughs> we all, like, bolt up. <laughs> yeah, as you bolt up to above deck, you see that the rain pitter-patter was mostly muted as the, the, so the storm is quickly breaking over all of the ships within eyesight, and it is coming down pretty heavily as sailors are trying their best to rig up sails for whatever future movement may happen, but the wind bustling through the the tarp too quickly. Some sailors are shifting. You see Captain Sal, as beautiful as ever, manning the wheel, uh, look down expectantly at you all. Captain, take a flip a bitch! <laughs> I'm going to climb up to the crow's nest and yell, coming about! Right. <laughs> correct term. You watch as Sal takes a measured finger to the top of the wheel and then spins it really hard. She's always wanted to do that. <laughs> you attempt to flip a bitch. I want you all, all four of you, to tell me what you're doing above deck to help this very difficult maneuver and then I will tell you what to roll for a defy danger. I'm going to, as I'm climbing up, release as many um, of the sails as possible to hopefully we can catch wind maybe and whip around. I'm going to have you roll plus grace when it's time. I guess Sean's just going to go around the deck and try to make sure all the rigging is like secure um, so that nothing is like as we flip a bitch, nothing. It's not like loose groceries in the back of a car, you know? Fucking drives me nuts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she's gonna go around and do that. Yeah, you just hang too tight of a right, and you're like, there goes the fucking rope. I hate it. <laughs> Let alone, like, apples that somehow escape the, like, produce bag they're in, and then they're just, like, loose around your trunk. No. And they keep making the just as you keep taking the turns. Rolling back and forth. I hate it. <laughs> but apples shaking with rage, <laughs> just thinking about it. <laughs> All of you roll plus daring when it's time. Okay, is defy danger the same as defy disaster? Maybe that is the name of the move. It sure is. Defy disaster. Okay, great. I have negative two to this roll because <laughs> I'm hopeless still. Wait, were you not able to clear a condition from last time? Oh, I cleared one. I had four. I had four <laughs> right. conditions oh, right. from last time. Right. You were like. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> oh, man. Useless. Something planned, essentially so. useless. <laughs> oh. Incredible. Why didn't you wait to roll, Marcus? <laughs> I told you to wait for what... Uh. <laughs> it usually takes me forever, so I was like, I just gotta put it in now. What are the other two of you oh, doing? Oh, sure. <laughs> oh, me? What am I doing? Yeah. Alright, well, what, I, what, I'm, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna pull out, like, the biggest fucking ore you've ever seen, <laughs> and uh, I'm just gonna go to the side and, like, no! Yeah! Yeah! Oh, yeah! Very Viking style. I'll have you uh, roll plus. I'm actually gonna have you roll plus heart. No, I'll have you roll plus daring when it's time. I believe Cecily's gonna commune with the unseen because there's plenty of shipwrecks in these waters and is going to call upon them to, like, essentially give us a speed boost as we take, like, as we come out of the UE and, like, shoot us forward through the ocean <laughs> with all of their little ghost hands pushing us through the ocean. Alright, then That's obviously funny. I'll have you roll plus spirit. Everyone who hasn't rolled already, you can roll now. Since you didn't want me to roll, can I roll again? <laughs> no! You have to stick with it now. Okay, I got a three. I got a four. <laughs> I got a one. I got a thirteen. <laughs> Oh! How did you get a um, Because uh, I have a plus two to spirit and I rolled an 11. I meant the one with two dice, but <laughs> I have a negative two. Yeah, I rolled two ones and then I have a negative two, but I have a plus one to daring. That's how I did it. Incredible. All right. Gonna be fun. Everyone who failed to take experience. Cecily, you close your eyes. Uh, your, your hair floats a little bit as you commune with the spirits. And there are a few around here who can help you just flip this bitch. Guide you the way you need to go. But as you look around the deck, all hands on deck aren't doing much for it. As you 
You can plan a pretty picnic, but you can't predict the weather, if I may <laughs> quote Outcast. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> As both you and Sal bark out orders, people are struggling. The storm is getting worse and worse as gale winds pick up over the sea as rain plummets on, making the deck of your wooden ship slippery and hard to handle. It's it's almost like these people are new to sea legs, and they kind of are as far as this crew goes. But you attempt to flip the bitch at this same time. Freya, as you are trying to row the boat yourself, with the world's longest oar. It's going relatively well for one person rowing, I'll say. Uh, You're not doing a bad job at that. But you hear a meek yell behind you. (laughs) What is it it that I'm doing wrong? Whoa! Wait! And you you turn around from oaring. You see (laughs) just the wettest... She's soaked to the brim. She's been on deck for like, everyone's like a normal amount of wet. She seems like she fell into the ocean at some point and has resurfaced. Her white bangs like sticking to her face and like not in the hottest way. But she like tries to blow them out of her face, but they're so wet. It just kind of doesn't move at all. She's like, like, what are you doing wrong? What are you doing wrong? We're trying to flip this bitch and you're not rolling with me. Now grab a hold of this oar, because the handle is 26 feet long, and I know there's room for you over here. She yeah. she grabs with you. Yeah. She does, yeah. as, like, both of your bodies, your very tiny bodies are kind of next to each other, as you're, like, both very short women. But she still looks over her shoulder to continue speaking to you. Have I, have I not been kind? Have I not been courteous in this courtship? Am I... Not attractive? What is it? Wait. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. It's really hard for me to figure out technical maneuvers and and difficult emotional situations at the same time. Courtship, I... Eve, we're, we're good friends. I don't understand. I, I value you. You're... You're one of my you're one of my closest confidants. I love cooking with you. I love living on this ship with you. And I don't understand why that can't be enough. All of these things you love, why don't you love me? Ooh, I do love you. I just don't think that I can love you in the way that you want me to. And I'm sorry. I did not skit the opportunity to love openly until the day you saved me. So this is all new to me and I am sorry if I have put ahead in expectation as to the way I love you and the way I want you to love me. I am still trying to figure it out myself. I just would have loved the ability to figure that out with you. We can still figure it out together. I mean, it's just it's just going to look Maybe a little bit different than you imagined. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that I don't love you and and, and think of you fondly. Just just roll plus heart for me. That's gonna be a seven. With a seven. You look down and see a girl who is almost impossibly smaller than you are. She is looking up with she's looking up at you with eyes that have no ulterior motive, have no intention. They are looking for guidance. Zai only wants what you want, Freya. kind of have a lot going on as it is. So maybe we'll just take it day by day together, and one day we'll look back and we wonder why we're so worried about it in the first place. She smiles and you feel a force on the gigantic oar that like rivals your own as she begins rowing (laughs) as she like sings row 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 your boat in france (laughs) meanwhile further on the deck sean you're you're struggling (laughs) freaking ropes just won't how not work as you feel uh, firm hands take away the ropes from your own hands. All of these 
etiquette classes and they didn't teach you to tie or untie knots? No, unfortunately. I can name all the types of folks that will be on a table, but I cannot, apparently, untie a very basic knot. I don't even know what the knot is called. Ah, interesting. I just noticed very recently that you are dedicated to taking things by force. I thought you could easily take these knots. What is that supposed to mean? Back in the tower, I would not lie and say I did not enjoy what we did. But after all of our history, you did not confer with me if all of this would be okay. I I apologize. I should have. I think the moment got away from me. And I was trying... I don't know. It got away from me. I still feel very strongly for you, and I don't always make the right decisions, as is very clear by just kind of my entire life. You ran away. I kept coming back in back to that tea shop every day for weeks, hoping that just one day you would show up and be there. We could find a way to make it work. I, I didn't know how to make it work. I me, I was going to be married, married off to some man and, and leading some house. I probably wouldn't have even lived in the same place. I didn't see a way forward where I was and to be Quite honest, I wasn't happy where I was. I didn't. I needed to leave. I hated that place. I hated how confining it was. And I know that might be hard for you to understand because you are all about sticking with your your guns and and doing the right thing. I admire that about you. Just for me, the right thing was to leave then. Roll plus heart or spirit. Great. That's a nine. Alright. With a nine. Ugh. On a seven to nine, only one of you feels better after this experience. Fuck. <laughs> they choose which. The person who had a good time gets to choose one from the list. I am going to say that you feel a little bit better. Yeah. So you can either clear a condition, mark XP, or take a plus one forward. Uh, I'll clear a condition. I'm going to get rid of my hopeless condition, so I am still guilty and insecure. Yeah, so while, Sean, you do feel better because you feel like you have finally gotten out your side of the story, Cameron doesn't feel like you've listened entirely to hers as she just softly says, instead of running away from every problem, Maybe try fighting for a solution. As she signs it off by tightening and untying a rope very solidly, doing your job for you. It's very, very attractive. And then, very attractive. And then, yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> forearms glistening in the rain as they do this, as they as they pull a, a knot very tight. I didn't I didn't know I was into bondage until just now. <laughs> <laughs> As she uh, walks off silently, like towards Freya and Eve. Yes. Jessica! <laughs> you're like, you're taking a little dagger, you're trying to cut sails away, I believe is what you were saying, right? Yeah. As you try your best, the wind is whipping at you in your, in your small, tiny frame, and you're, you're really struggling to really attack these sails. And. For a second, the ever-growing storm seems to silence, and like all you can hear is kind of the waves for a second. And then, over the waves, you hear an eerily familiar song. Where's it coming? It is. It's seemingly coming like right over the bow. Like if you move past like the the edge guard. And as I'm coming closer, it's just like. This is Mumbo number five. <laughs> a One, little bit of Monica in my life. Yes. I'm gonna dive into the water. As you wild go to as you go to dive, a head pops up over the railing. Bonk. <laughs> you headbutt each other. As now you see a familiar face. It wouldn't have been familiar 
before the entire Cecily flashback thing, but now you see a face that you now remember. She looks at you and softly says, So it was you. After all of this time, I finally found you. I didn't mean to go so far away. I forget things sometimes. I just go back and forth and try to change. I guess I forget which one I see if I'm changing back into myself or changing into someone. You have to come with us. I, I don't think we should stay here. Is the boat moving? Yeah, the boat are we is still like, in a chase. We are still in the middle of like the the flip a bitch maneuver. Okay, I'm gonna grab her hand. As you go to grab her hand, she actually wrenches away from you extremely fast and like ducks under the railing a little bit further. I uh, I can't. Uh, I don't think I can go with you. Follow. I, I I have been. I have been following you, but uh, I didn't. I didn't know y- you would be on the ship. I didn't. I wasn't aware. You can a roll plus wit to figure out a person if you'd like, Marcus. Okay. It's plus three if you spend a string. <laughs> I'm sure you would. Have, yeah, there you're spitting, So. Oh, I actually I did a move and got a string on all siren girls. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I have that in my notes. All right, cool. I'll spend it. I needed that. <laughs> you really I, have, did. I got a seven, barely. You can ask on a seven to nine. You may ask two questions, but they get to ask you one. The questions are: What are your feelings towards blank? What do you hope to get from blank? How could I get you to blank? What do you love most? And how would you feel if I blank? What do you love most? It is. It is Jessica. It has always been. Je- well, it hasn't always been Jessica. It's actually always been Athena. So much so that she chased after you all that time, searching for you, eventually suffering the same fate as you. And in all the water of the All Sea, she spent searching for you. How can I get you to take my hand? You. If you answer her question back to you in a way that makes her feel better. Something bad. Now that I'm realizing it, like I said, I didn't, I didn't know it was you. And you take a survey of the land as you look away from her and over the bow itself. You see that you have successfully flipped the bitch, and this plan would have come perfectly to fruition, thanks to Cecily. Had Morland not been warned of this endeavor. Ugh. So, the question is, how would you feel if I inadvertently betrayed you? <laughs> you head back over the railing, and you see that Artemis is gone. As the storm has hit an all-time peak, wind whipping through. As you go to look behind you to see, like, where's the Eucadian army? You can't, the water's so choppy. Uh, fog rolling in over the water, uh, gale force winds, you are in the middle of, like, the worst tropical storm. As, yeah, you can't see the Eucadian Armada behind you, but what you do see, you thought would be, like, far to your side, uh, which is now actually, like, racing along your side, but Morlin Dagger and her pirates, as Sal tries her best to scream over the wind and the rain. I'm not sure what we can do, ladies. I, I'm afraid to call it, but prepare to be boarded. Uh, is there any any reasoning with Morland? <laughs> Sal is gonna look at Cecily. Cecily's <laughs> just gonna look sad. Um, okay. That's... There is lots of history between the three of us. I don't... It did, uh, there is a reason this is the fifth ship, and there mm. is a reason that those two behind us also bear identical lettering, um, mm. and not for a good reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does that help? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Perfect. Well, hear me out. We could treat this like a traffic circle <laughs> and just flip another bitch. <laughs> we could try our luck. <laughs> With the Acadian Armada. <laughs> How do we feel? <laughs> no one would see it coming. <laughs> I'm gonna climb to the crow's nest and yell, Coming up out! 
everybody roll plus daring again. <laughs> I mean, I'll let you do this. Like, the, the caveat is that if you're flipping the bitch the other way, you do run the risk of turning the boat over mm-hmm. from the speed at which you're turning to immediately turning back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is enough momentum to rock the boat the wrong way, especially during gale force wind hurricanes. The other option is turning further into Moreland's ship, essentially ramming her ship. You know that sounds sick. I think we I, should do I'm that. fine with that. Why don't yeah. we? Why don't we ram Moreland's ship and see how that goes, and then we can handle the Eucadian Armada after that. I, I think it'll show it'll show initiative on our parts. It'll show them that we mean business. Yes, and and we can act like it was our plan all along. <laughs> Blind confidence is a good <laughs> a good thing. Clearly, um, would we be the ones like t-boning them? No, uh, I mean, it would. You would be forcing them to t-bone you. <laughs> Not More or less, because they are, they are slightly behind you, so you are forcing them to pit maneuver yourself. I do not think mm. that is the idea that we want, because if we no. were doing that into them, they would have one less ship. If they're doing it into us, we go down and don't come back. Well, so, counter-argument, would we rather be boarded, and this is for, for Sal and Cecily, well, everyone, really, uh, or would we rather wreak pure chaos? Cecily, roll us hard. We're the most chaotic pirate crew. We're, I think we're just bad. <laughs> we're just bad at being pirates. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We're, the pirates are always chaotic. We're chaotic at a whole different energy. We like, did manage to get a 10. Nice. Alright. Moreland may have committed mutiny. It was for the love of saving her fellow pirates. She was trying to save the people aboard during the war and not having her friends and found family starve. Fair. It ended on bad terms, but that doesn't mean she is without reason. I mean, she's not going to kill us. She's an empathetic person. She, she, she didn't murder Valencia, so like, and that is already a murderer, so I think yeah. maybe could reason with Moreland. This is all playing in Cecily's mind and is like yeah. staring out at the sea looking <laughs> like it's that dramatic moment in Pipes of the Caribbean where the music crescendos. It's like dum, bum, bum, bum. Um, <laughs> look back and be like ah, uh, let the chaos reign. <laughs> I think we could either board them or just like hang out and wait for them to catch up with us and we just talk. I don't think it's I think this is better than the Eucadian army for sure. Alright, I, I also think that. I was just pitching it as an idea. Let's talk with them then. What do they even, what is the, what do the Eucadian army want? They, they want Eve. They, the, right. the princess okay. stole from them. Perfect. <laughs> so then, once we end up on Borland's ship, uh, the Eucadians are just gonna be after them. So we're gonna have to work together with them. So we'll all just try and get out of here. Four boats is better than one. If we can convince Moreland to work with us, great. Okay. Yeah, we can we can unite against a common enemy. Indeed. <laughs> I'm really hoping that they listen, so yes, we're banking on this to work or else we are all dead. Or oh, else I love we you are all. going to be pirate prisoners and <laughs> and or dead. So great. Guys, I promise and I'm gonna take out my titty knife, like I promise I'm gonna defend all of you <laughs> until the last breath. I take. But it's gonna be fine. I'm sure we'll be fine. And I will too. Eve peeps up from the back. (laughs) Can I hold the titty knife? (laughs) Yeah, and then I kind of (laughs) like... Oh, you don't have to rub it it off off at all. I'm fine with you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna pull out my knife. And I'm gonna act like it's like a blood bond and stab myself in the hand. But then I reveal it's the trick knife. (laughs) (laughs) But it wasn't a trick knife. It was a real knife. Ah! <laughs> oh I guess Cecily also pulls out her knife and <laughs> This is You are all my family And I am very happy to have known you In the last year or so I hope that we come out together On the other side hey, hey. And I like click knives <laughs> With everyone 
Yeah. Everyone's got their swords King, up currently. Yeah, I, and like a for three musketeers. For sure of. have my dagger out. Yeah. Oh, give that like the dagger jousting. Yeah. <laughs> the pirate yell. Ah! And like all right, everyone roll plus either heart or spirit, whichever one's more powerful for you as we do emotional support. <gasps> Fuck. Everyone roll to R. <laughs> roll to R. I have a negative two to this. Uh, you can spend a string to get plus three. Who are we spending a string oh, on? Who do I spend a string on? Yeah. Uh, you can choose Whoever. since you're all emotionally supporting everyone in this group Incredible. right now. Okay, I'm going to spend one of my strings that I have on Carmen because I have a few strings on Carmen, yeah. which maybe I should have been using this whole time. But <laughs> Yeah, to repair your relationship, but whatever. Because <laughs> <laughs> just of us. Yeah, I'm going to use a spring. Uh, I'm gonna spend the one on Jessica because you started this whole thing and I think it's a great speech <laughs> with the little knives. <laughs> and I have so many <laughs> strings from you, apparently. Can I also spend a string on Jessica because I end up with <laughs> strings on Jessica? Yeah. You know, I'm also gonna spend a string on Jessica. On <laughs> Jessica. <laughs> Sorry. We're all gonna spend a string on Jessica. I think I give them out a lot. I think yeah. that's probably why. Yeah. I, ask, I get to ask a free question. You're very good about the mechanics of this game. Much better than the rest of us. Yeah, I'm so bad at the mechanics yeah, of this game. I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> I rolled a 10. I also got a 10. I got a 14. Ooh. I got a nine. Wow, really could have used right. that for a U-turn. <laughs> Let me... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it wouldn't have been a good story otherwise. So, everyone besides Freya can choose... Holy shit, this was more complicated than I thought it would be. Let's see. No, none of the PCs are smitten with each other. So that's fine. Okay, so everyone besides Freya can choose two from this list. Freya, you only choose one from this list. The options are... I had to find it again, sorry, I was moving around for smitten stuff. Don't ever apologize. I'm sorry. Stop <laughs> it! <laughs> you have sorry. nothing to apologize I'm sorry. for. I'm just gonna make myself smaller. I'm sorry. No! Make yourself bigger! <laughs> no. We hike you up for You're a reason. A big bad bitch, and you better believe it. Yeah. Not a big bitch. You can either clear a condition, mark XP, take plus one forward, or gain insight about uh, from the GM about an obstacle you're facing currently. I'm gonna clear condition. Can I clear two conditions? Do I have to choose? I'm gonna say yes, because technically this is supposed to be a, a, a one-to-one ratio, but since all four of you completed it, it would be it goes back and forth like a sounding board. So if if you choose the clear condition, you clear all your conditions. Oh! Because you would be clearing three conditions, because you choose one, your partner chooses one. So, since it was a four-way, Kate would be choosing one from Cecily, choosing one from Freya, choosing one from Jessica. Got it. So you would clear four conditions in that instance, because you can choose one, Yeah. and then your partner chooses one for you. Man, that speech made me feel really good. <laughs> yeah. No longer Just feeling guilty or insecure. <laughs> So we're bit, like basically everybody's clearing all their conditions. Yeah, you can clear all your conditions. You can take two XP. I'll give you a plus two forward. Ooh. Yeah. Oh no! Wait. So if I clear all my or conditions, I'll, I'll give you, can I also I'll do give XP? you big insight? Or yes, you can. Okay. Cool. Ooh, I gotta pick a move from another playbook. And if you choose gain insight from the GM, I'm just gonna tell you the next episode before we record it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I choose. I choose. Wait, no, I no, choose no, 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 you. I already chose. <laughs> choose you. You. No, just so if we got ten plus. We, we pick two. Or? Yeah, you pick two. Either clear all your conditions, take two XP, take a plus two forward, or gain a lot of insight from me about the current situation. But like, like if I'm if I pick clear all my conditions, is that still only one of my two, yes. or is that picking both? Okay. All right. Well, then I'll do that for one, and then my other one I'll get a plus two. Forward. Is that a plus two on any roll? Yeah. Mm, that's way more helpful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I will also do that. Samesies. As you feel completely aroused, just from the speech, 
in the, the, like you have been roused, not you're horny from the okay, speech. Okay, this is lesbian with sword status. <laughs> <laughs> and you can also be aroused. Don't tell me that the kind of arousal gone. I have. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not going to yuck you down. Uh, <laughs> motivational speaking, is it? Just a dude beaten off to Ted Talk is now <gasps> <Jesus>. what I. <laughs> How sad. How very sad. Right? <laughs> oh. Is that sad? He's getting to know his That's body true. and furthering his mental stimulation. Yeah, he's stimulating his mind and so, body at the same time. It's actually a yeah. very immersive experience. Yeah. yeah, I'm actually a sapiosexual, so you know, I might, I might take, I'm taking notes. You know what I mean? You might as well try it. Don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> or knock it while you try it. I don't know. Yeah, variables, go beat off to the next TED Talk you, you watch heard it and here see first, and variables. report back to us. Variables, I'm so sorry. I don't know how this happened. It is thirsty is in the name, so I guess just take that as you may. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. I'm going to name all the episodes after nautical terms, except this one. And this one's just going to be called beat off to a TED Talk. <laughs> beat off to a TED Talk. <laughs> it's... <laughs> Coming about. <laughs> coming about. Come would have been about. the original title. No, we can still come about. Come about I'm coming to a about. Ted, Ted talk. But, you know, the different spelling of come. Just saying. <laughs> it can still work. <laughs> I love you, lesbians, so much. <laughs> You're getting boarded as. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, the fuck. game. After this rousing speech, you all feel clear headed and that you can take on anything as Hera's valor quickly makes its way to you as your ship is struggling after the the bitch flipping as you are now coming on wind from the storm. So you have slowed down quite a bit. But Hera's valor is able to catch up as the boarding planks go out to adjoin your two ships. A couple of launching ropes to keep it there. A couple of the other pirates swing in very dramatically. And it's just like, you put out the boarding planks, why are you, what, what's with this flare and everything? Just like, walk over like a normal person. But a couple cut loose some ropes and <laughs> immediately jump onto your ship. As like, even over the pounding storm, you hear the hard clacking of Moreland's heels as she walks over the boarding plank to the Hera's Vindication first. And you, you see her all in her glory and her green mullet, very tight leather bodice. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. sorry, sorry, Glad mommy. Sorry. Me just sitting in silence, picturing this. She walks around the deck of the Harris Vindication for a little bit silently, hands behind her back, seemingly inspecting, until she turns to all of you and Sal. Ah, well, I like what you've done. This is, a uh, this is fine. I kind of enjoy this. A bunch of apples roll across the deck. <laughs> I feel like you can't improve upon perfection sometimes, but you did what you could with this one. She looks at Sal and Cecily. My sun, my moon... How are the two of you? <laughs> oh, I'm so, like, Cecily's just like starting to see the like, oh, my relationship is now public. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, starts, I think Cecily starts making her way down from like the above where the wheel is down the little stairs that are on the deck deck. Yeah. No, no, we right. Um, just so we're all picturing this in our mind. Um, it's like, uh, it is good to see you again under much different circumstances than I imagined. But, uh, you look no worse for wear in this weather. I would love to say the same, <laughs> my dear Cecily, but um, you must not have been getting out in the sun too much. Hmm, no, I had some other things be uh, accountable for, you know, making maps, doing my job as a navigator. Okay, so why do you feel the need to chase us? Could have sent a letter. This is a little extreme, so we know you like to take things to the extreme. <laughs> How very droll. Cecily, you have something that belongs to me. Oh, 
can you be more specific about the thing or the person that he wants? <laughs> Do I need to whip out a bound copy of the pirate's code for you? Or I mean, you were housing a murderer and you helped the murderer. So it's not like we aren't keeping the murderer in a prison. So like, arguably, she is... They are, you know, more... They are still imprisoned. So there's no need to worry about that. I think we could talk more about how you helped this person be a murderer. No? We took a job. And you didn't think to vet them before going on this mission? You didn't think before you acted, Marland? Oh, what a surprise. I would have never guessed that you wouldn't think before you acted. I am sorry. I promised myself I would be nice on this trip. <laughs> talking, and I see my emotions have gotten out of hand. You watch as Morlin gets dangerously close to you, Cecily. She bends down a little, and you can feel the very small tension because she is almost lip to lip with you as you feel her because she's so close reach within her bodice and pull out a blunderbuss. <laughs> Uh-oh. God damn it. <laughs> As she stares you dead in the eye, uses your own shoulder as a perch, no. and fires it off at one of your able-bodied sailors. That is Can cold. I defy disaster and, like, push her as I, like, see her pulling it out and leveling it, like, push her so the shot goes up and, like, wide. Yeah, you'd have to roll plus daring with that explanation. Great! My negative one. (laughs) Not good. (laughs) It's a seven. With... With a seven to nine, I will offer you a hard choice or success with a sacrifice. Yeah, you really came hot into this diplomatic mission. <laughs> oh, I wonder why. Uh, so I'm going to offer you a hard choice with your quick movement at point blank range. It's either going to hit you or hit one of the ladies on deck. I'd rather it hit me. One of the the generals, the PCs. I'd rather it hit me. As a shot rings off, you feel a slight sting in your shoulder, Cecily, that quickly goes to numb. As, I mean, if it wasn't storming, you'd feel like the warm wetness of your, your blood pouring out, but it all just kind of intermingles together. As it kind of all hell breaks loose, as yeah, we it could have been diplomatic, but I, I, it's a battle now, as <laughs> you continue. So no, no, I want to jump in and say, wait, wait. Please, don't hurt her. You can have me. You don't. I just shot her, small child. There's small child. Small child, this is the princess of the sea, and you better believe it. I'm the princess who can cross the great divide. Just take me. Yeah. You don't know everything, Morland. Morland uh, ignores you, uh, leans down to tend to Cecily. Uh, you feel Morlin's hand press up against your wound. Uh, she's got her right hand on your wound. Her left hand comes around your your jawline to kind of lift you up to her as she's kind of in this uh, position over you. I would really like to stop hurting you, Cecily. This is never something I intended to do. But time and time again, you keep fighting for people who don't deserve it. You think you are my only found family? I love these ladies with all my heart, and I would give anything for them, even if it is my life. She's really flabbergasted because you you took her line. (laughs) Yeah, you better believe she took your line. Boom! (laughs) Uh, I'm trying to figure out what move I can do (laughs) this moment. Can I I try to figure her out and see, like, 
if I can salvage this situation at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, roll plus wit for me. And, and, and me. pray. Um, can I... Theoretically, I have a string on Morland, right? Yes. Right. I'm going to spend sure that do. string to make sure that this is okay. I don't know. Track record. Um. <laughs> I rolled a 12 plus 3. I got a <laughs> All right. You get to ask two of the questions. Oh. What are your feelings towards blank? What do you hope to get from blank? How could I get you to blank? Who or what do you love most? And how do how would you feel if I blanked? I want to see what her feelings towards Sal are um, in this moment and what she hopes to get from this interaction. Whether it's just the princess Valencia or if she's hoping to mend the bond between Sal and myself and Morlin. You can tell that, like, regardless of everything that's happened between you, it is this reuniting before you came for her fucking mech was, like, you seeing an ex that you're, like, realizing, like, damn, this really should have worked out, but, like, circumstances just weren't in our favor. And you have seen all, like, the stolen glances Morlin has made towards Sal. And she was generally happy to see you alive. This is something she did not know before boarding the ship. To have what was your, like, former dead ex-girlfriend immediately come and chew you out. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a lot for her. She's seen me fall into the ocean twice. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. She was coming to take her quarry back. This is... Uh, essentially what would have been a very big job for Moreland's crew to give her back to Espana or sell her off to some other country for the highest price. I mean, it can be salvaged. (laughs) It is just up to you in this moment. (laughs) I just gotta think smarter than what I originally said. (laughs) Let's see if we can do anything about this. Susan, do you have another question? Um, I mean, both of them were kind of combined. (laughs) One of them was the feeling towards Sal, which it looks like the answer was still hopes to mend that and then <laughs> as I say if you have another one see how you can get her to kiss you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. finally kiss in a dangerous situation she was planning on it before you got yourself yeah, shot yeah that's true um, I mean she can still kiss me now it'd just be a little more awkward with blood on her hands what is a gunshot wound but a very aggressive <laughs> way to kiss someone with a bullet <laughs> nope nope taking it back <laughs> I love the thought process. <laughs> you know, I didn't like it. I didn't like where it ended up. I think upon figuring those two things out, I can say I'll like hold her hand with whatever arm that I've got free, other than like trying to hold my own wound. Mm-hmm. I believe I've shed enough blood for the rest of the crew. Maybe we could uh, sit and talk this out a little more peacefully. I think there is much to be gained from us working together to defeat the three kingdoms in terms of the princesses and Nozialsi. But currently I would like more medical attention, so maybe we just put all the guns down for three minutes. Except with the crate. She looks at you and smiles. You are always the smart one. You are always the impulsive one. <laughs> you feel more pressure than needs to be on your bullet wound. <laughs> I just smile in return, knowing that, like, I got that dig in, but, like, it was worth it. <laughs> Even though I'm definitely bleeding out. Morlin gives a whistle that cuts through the storm as all of her pirates kind of stand down from a small kerfuffling that was kind of uprising from the first shot. And a couple of her generals fall in line. She looks over Cecily and up to Sal. Will your captain quarters suffice for a parlay then? Sal gives a kind of solemn nod as you head down into Sal's captain's quarters and stand around her big oaken desk. And like all of the, all of her generals, Moreland's generals and all of Sal's generals are all just kind of like they're facing off in this tiny room. <laughs> yeah, you're facing off against each other. You see across from you Moreland, Cecily and Sal, you're able to recognize a former sailor 
uh, that you both work with. Her name is Ivy. She is this very beautiful red bone woman. She's got like a very uh, short hair. It's blonde, but it's wavy as fuck. She's got her waves nice. Don't know where she found a do-rag on the Aussie, <laughs> but she's sleeping in it. She's keeping the waves tight. You see uh, Becky. Uh, she is a bit more of a kind of stocky butchier woman. Big hair? Uh, she's got big hair. Really big hair, actually. Kind of like 80s. Oh, yeah. It's good. It's good hair. Uh, those are the, the main two generals behind Moreland. As the the chess set from the very first episode is still set up in Sal's quarters, as like Morlin comes up and moves upon two spaces forward, then let us begin. And that's where we'll end this episode for today. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Thank you, variables, for listening. <laughs> Sleep tight. And Bye jack variables. off to a TED Talk. Sleep sweet. Arg. Jack off to a TED Talk. He's the demon, Finn Balor. The demon's only lost once to fucking Roman Reigns. He can rain my ass in. Yeah. yeah he's the head of the table. I'll give my man head at the table. I'm glad I'm speeding for this bit. Yeah, we can speed now. And I'm Kate Leary, and I'm playing Sean of the House Lonely. And my boy. You can take that one again. <laughs> Quiver! <laughs> I'm Sean of the House Lonely. Now you're just looking at a picture of Roman Reigns. I get it. Cross the souls of the dead live forever in my mind as I live all the years that they left me behind. I'll stay on the shore, but still gaze at the sea I remember the fallen, and they think of me For our souls in the ocean together will be I remember the fallen, and they think of me For our souls in the ocean together will be Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.